Prepare for Takeoff is a new podcast brought to you by the Cronin Office of International Education at Bentley University. Hi there, and welcome to the Prepared for Takeoff podcast. I'm Laura Bentley, a study abroad advisor in the Office of International Education here at Bentley. Today, our discussion is going to focus on the expectations versus realities of studying abroad. And we have three great peer advisors that are here with us today to discuss their personal experiences. Can you guys introduce yourselves and tell us who you are? Yeah, so I'm Kyle DeBarro. I'm a senior corporate finance and accounting major, and I studied abroad in Australia the spring of my junior year. I'm Eliza. I'm also a senior global studies major, and I studied abroad in the fall of my junior year at Leiden University. I'm Cameron. I'm a senior accounting student, and I studied abroad in Dublin, Ireland, spring of my junior year. Great, guys. Thanks for being here. Uh, So jumping right into it, I want to talk about what are some of the common expectations that many students have before studying abroad. And I think a really good one to start with is one that we talk about in our pre-departure orientation. Um, A lot of times everyone thinks that every day abroad is going to be worthy of an Instagram or social media post. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, before going abroad, Instagram definitely gave me a ton of um, expectations. Looking at the class above me, um, I really thought I was going to go to the Omafi Coast and I was going to go to Oktoberfest and all these Instagram-worthy places, but I really realized that most days are just hanging out with my friends. And um, Instagram is fun and it should be something you use for yourself. So in a year, you can look back on and say, oh, a year ago, I was in Poland or something like that. But it shouldn't be something that you're posting to show other people that you're there. Um, You shouldn't be trying to give other people FOMO or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, But really just making sure that you're really absorbing everything that's around you every single day rather than trying to put it all on social media. Yeah, and just kind of going off of that, too. Um, you really, when you're abroad, you have more downtime than you'll realize. Uh, you, your budget will limit you on what you can do in your adventures and things, but not only that, it's just simply exhaustion. You're not going to be able to travel every weekend. You're going to have that free time that some people just don't expect when they go abroad. So you're going to need to find new ways to occupy your time. You really, maybe it's going for a run, or for me, I, I in Australia, biked the beach often, um, reading a book. Netflix is still an option when you're abroad, too. That's useful. Um, that alone time is important just to be able to gather yourself because you're going to be with the same group of friends often. So just finding that time by yourself to really re-energize and, and get things together is important um, while you're abroad. Yeah, and kind of going off of what you said, what do you guys think about the expectation or that want to travel every single weekend while you're abroad? It's definitely a huge temptation, especially I was in the Netherlands. So being around Europe, I just wanted to hit like every country. But before leaving, I really took a step back and thought about what I wanted to get out of my experience. And I realized that I really wanted to make my home city my home. So I wanted to kind of create a second family there. So for the first two months, I actually didn't travel at all. I um, traveled within the Netherlands, but that was all on trains and bikes with all of my friends that I met during orientation or in my classes. And then we started traveling together. And when I did, um, it was mostly visiting them in their own home. So like my friend from Belgium, I went to Antwerp and I think that was such a more valuable way to travel because I got um, kind of like the insider track on it rather than just like, oh, I went to Berlin just so I could go to Oktoberfest or something like that. 
It was very meaningful. I know a lot of students think that they're going to meet a bunch of new friends when they get abroad right off the bat, and these are going to be their best friends for life. Uh, but I know it's also not really the reality in every in every case. So, Cam, what was your experience with that? Yeah, so for me, it was a little different experience because I traveled to Dublin uh, completely on my own. Some Bentley students go with other friends, and that's perfectly fine. Um, one interesting thing I love to do was go to the, the local pub on campus and just sit down with a bunch of uh, local Irish students and, you know, just talk to things about their perspective on things. You know, you learn a lot about Ireland. They learn a lot about America. Um, and, and, you know, don't be afraid to just put yourself out there and meet people. Um, and at the same time, you know, there's so many opportunities, uh, orientation, first week um, events that the host university will have for you. Um, and that's your chance to, you know, put yourself out there and meet other, you know, American students, abroad students. Um, and, and, you know, you don't, you're, not, you're not necessarily going to make your, your closest and best friends abroad. You know, most people have a, you have a good foundation of friends back home in America. So, you know, just finding, you know, a close group of friends and a, and a niche that you, um, you know, get along with and have enjoyed traveling with. Yeah, and I think one important thing to think about, too, when you're going abroad is that, it's going to take time to make those friends and form those relationships. It's not necessarily like, say, freshman year, you're coming in and everyone's in orientation at the same time. You're all looking to make those new friends and relationships and everyone's in the same boat. No one knows each other at all. You're going into a culture, going into a school where people already have those established relationships. So you really want to take the time and it may take a few weeks to find your friend group that you want to hang out with all the time or it could happen in a day. But it's really important to not expect that it's going to be immediate, I'd say. Yeah, and going off of that as well, um, Cam, I know you did something similar of going to the Irish pubs, but um, I would always go wherever I was meeting my friends that I met maybe during orientation that I wasn't super close with. I would show up like half an hour early, and so um, most of the time it was like going to a bar, and I just try to find locals to talk to. Um, so really to make friends, you have to put yourself out there, and it's super uncomfortable. I'm super shy, but you just can't be afraid of rejection. You have to go out there and I mean, even if you do get rejected, you're in another country. You're never going to see these people again. Um, so thanks. Another question I have for you guys, a misconception that students have is that study abroad is just a break from your academics and it's all about partying with your new friends. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, so for me, you know, you know, some students, it's their first time being legal and able to drink. Um, and that's a it's, a, it's a cool experience, but, you know, Obviously, study abroad, the study part comes first. Um, you know, we, we learned so many good disciplines and valuable disciplines at Bentley of all our study habits throughout the years. And it's important to like, keep those going forward because if you, if you let them all go during abroad, you know, coming back to Bentley after you're abroad is going to be a tough adjustment. Um, and you want to you keep – you always want to do well in school academically and socially as well. Yeah, and it's important to realize a lot of people that don't, and it gets mentioned during orientation, but study abroad isn't pass-fail. It's it's uh, GPA neutral, so your actual grades are going to show up on your transcripts for potential, say, employers to look at. And I know that all the employers that I've applied to recently have all requested transcripts and uh, major GPAs and things, and they tend to also factor abroad classes into those. So it's important to realize that, that those grades will end up matter, uh, yeah, mattering in the long term, um, and they'll face... Uh, important decisions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I have one last uh, question for you guys. 
People often say that study abroad is great and fun and all, but it won't actually be life-changing. Do you guys think that's true? No. <laughs> I, and the short answer is no. It absolutely changes your life. I mean, you hear people coming back you may have talked to. They No one ever wants to shut up about it. People talk about it all the time, how much it changes their, their uh, view on things in their lives. You gain so much new experience and appreciation for other cultures and perspectives. Uh, insight into different ways things are done from back home because the way you realize it is things that are uh, certain way done a certain way back home it may not be the only way to do them and you you learn that while you're abroad even in for me say a country that's well developed like Australia I found uh, many many different uh, differences between the culture and uh, the way they do things than America and it was it was just kind of an appreciation that I was able to take away and and also you learn to appreciate America and what we have back home too that maybe they don't have in the country that you're studying in. So it's really, it's a balancing act and it does change your life greatly. Yeah, for study abroad, it's just such a big development time. Um, I know that like, I just learned so much about myself. I learned that I'm extremely extroverted, but how, like I spent a lot of time alone, like how you were saying, you're gonna have those days alone. And it's a really good time to kind of sit back and just look at the journey that you're making and how far you've come, how much more you've getting, gotten out of your comfort zone and how you can be okay in another country where you're completely alone. That's a huge thing to learn about yourself. So it's so important to look back and realize that like, no matter where you are, how long you've been there, like your life is changing and you're growing so much. Yeah. And going off that, um, you definitely learn a lot about independence and, you know, like, Eliza said, being on your own, just little things like traveling by yourself. It might be the first time you've done that. Um, cooking and cooking for yourself and doing all the, the little things that you don't really think about abroad, but there's big aspects that you learn about yourself along the way. And just kind of full circle too, something that you can think about is seeing the world wherever you may study for four months in one shot is really a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, once you graduate, thing, life gets in the way, you work, you may have kids, family, and it, it becomes more tough to travel, especially for that amount of time. So, I mean, the travel experiences, the friends you make, and the memories you have, uh, they'll really last a lifetime and something you reflect back on and that will end up helping you develop as a person. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you. So now we're almost out of time, but I wanted to give you guys all one last chance to give us some parting wisdom, one piece of advice that you have for students who are about to depart on their study abroad. Yeah, so my one piece of advice is don't be afraid of rejection. You know, I said it earlier, you're in a separate country, you'll never see these people again. So just put yourself out there and try and make as many connections as possible because you're really going to value those connections in like five years when you can look back and say like, oh, I had a great friend from France. Plus, that's also a place that you can then travel and have <laughs> a place to stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mine would be, um, you know, just be yourself. It sounds cliche, but don't, like Eliza said in the beginning, don't do something just for an Instagram or a Snapchat. Um, take in an experience because you want to actually uh, experience it. Um, and going, it'll go a long way in the future. And yeah, my one piece of advice would just be don't be afraid to say yes. There'll be a lot of experiences that may take you out of your comfort zone. There's different things that you wouldn't have experienced back home. But just don't be afraid to take that extra step because you may not have the opportunity to in the future. Thank you for listening to Prepare for Takeoff. Stay tuned for future podcasts and find more information on our website and follow us on social media.